Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. If you are new to the show, we have an episode releasing every Monday on CharismaPodcastNetwork.com. Uh, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Audible, pretty much anywhere podcasts are listened to and tap in. There's over 200 episodes of Awaken Podcasts now. You can go to YouTube if you prefer watching videos on YouTube. We have the content on there. Not all of it is on YouTube, but a lot of it is. And so you can go ahead and subscribe on there. If you've been listening and tuning in over the years, thank you guys so much for tuning in, for watching, for subscribing, for reviewing, for sharing this with your family and your friends. It means the world. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you so much for the feedback. Get so many comments and feedback from everybody, emails, what God has done in their heart and their bodies and their minds um, and to their family and their heart and their marriage because of listening to Awaken Podcast. And so I really appreciate it. We have some exciting news that I want to share with you today. My family is a transition. There's a shift. We live in Dallas, Texas, and God is launching us into something new this year. And so I know I shared in December that I'd be sharing the news. And so today is the day. So make sure to tune in to keep listening, okay? Because 20, 25 minutes in, you're going to be hearing exactly what that news is. So make sure to keep listening. But there is You know, a lot of the times there are seasons in our life where the Lord tells us to stay planted and to be faithful. And whether we see the promises of God unfolding or whether we just need to walk by faith and not by sight, those are seasons that we have in our lives. Also, there are transition seasons in our lives where the Lord is pushing us and launching us into something different. And and, and let's be honest, in those seasons, our faith increases. A lot of the times there's risk involved. There's steps of obedience to the Lord. We need to trust him for our provision. We need to trust him, you know, for the strength that we need. We need to trust his protection. We need to trust that we have everything we need in Christ Jesus to move forward into that season and in our weakness that he is made strong. And so it's a beautiful thing. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about my family's journey, the different shifting seasons that we've had and kind of what we're stepping into now. And, you know, there's many transitions. If if you've been a believer for any length of time, there's been transitions in your life and you've stepped into things that you didn't think that you would step into, which is amazing. And in those seasons, God does such a mighty work in our heart. And if you read John chapter three, Jesus is telling Nicodemus, those who are born of the spirit, you don't know where they're coming from, or where they're going, they're being blown by the wind. And I I laugh, me and my wife talk about this often, uh, that my brother used to comment when he would see us go from nation to nation. My brother, my oldest brother, I'm the youngest of four, he would say to me, you guys are like leaves blown in the wind. Like, I have no clue where you're going next, where you're coming from. He'd always support us and bless us when we're in the mission field. And it was it was endearing, but I, I, <laughs> I appreciated it because I would think of John chapter three. Like when you're being led of the spirit, yes, yeah, sometimes it could be predictable in some seasons where God calls you somewhere and you're faithful to your assignment in that place. But a lot of the times the Lord will call us to do things that to the natural mind and the natural eye, like, why is this person jumping into that? Why are they quitting this and getting into that? Why are they transitioning from this job that looks like a good job into another job or into a ministry opportunity? Now they're doing missions or whatever it may be. And so when I got saved, I went to Bible school for three years. God burned missions in my heart. It was in Thailand, Laos, Indonesia, Malaysia, went to India, went to the Philippines, 
went all over the place and saw God do miracles and mighty things, so many salvations, so many healings, so many miracles. It was amazing. And God just lit up my heart in poor countries and smuggling Bibles into Laos and in a communist country, being involved in the underground church. It was just amazing. And God sent me to Mozambique, Africa to be involved with Irish Global, Heidi and Roland Baker's ministry. Um, and that was amazing. And I wound up meeting my wife in Mozambique, Africa, which was huge. She was serving her heart out. Our seasons just met in a beautiful way. And the Lord confirmed that we were meant to be together. We prayed about it. We sought the Lord. We sought his will. And the Lord confirmed. And you guys probably saw or heard the episode. It was a while ago. My wife came on here and we talked about how the Lord confirmed our relationship, the perfect will of God, and how we kind of stepped into that in our story. But in that, you know, from there we got married and that was a miracle in the grace of God because we had nothing, but we had the Lord, you know, Hudson Taylor, a missionary to China. He would say, I have 25 cents and all the promises of God. And that's what I've stood on for so long. And, you know, and so he provides everything according to his riches and glory. But we got married and we wound up in Cambodia with Iris Global and we were there for a period of time and my wife got pregnant in Cambodia and then the Lord began to the Lord began to give us a passion for the American church like never before. And I was always ministering in different churches and we always had a heart for the bride of Christ, but we were broken for the lost and we were missionaries and we wanted to travel the world and preach the gospel and be in the dirt with the poor. And that's what we thought. We thought we were going to continually be full-time missionaries. We don't know how long we were going to be in Cambodia, but the Lord began to burn in our hearts a passion for his bride. And at that time, the fulfillment of, of a word that God gave me when I first got saved about writing a book, God began to speak into that. That's when I wrote Immersed in His Glory. And we transitioned to the States. We had our first baby. We had Selah Gloria, our little girl. We have a little boy now as well, but we transitioned. And then at that point, it was the Lord spoke to me about doing this podcast. And it started out as Facebook Live interviews and shows where I had friends and family on and you know you guys probably know the story and then I was traveling itinerantly nationally and also some international as well went to the Philippines and other countries and it was amazing we tra- and, you know there's itinerant ministry it was it was it was the podcast it was family there were so many amazing things that were taking place in that life and season it was also a trying season for me like we were trusting god check to check and you know we had no clue where the money was coming from i had a small job god told me to quit it and it was it was a wild season and my wife was on board she was supportive we were in it together and but we were living with family for a period of time that was trying for me ripped a lot of pride out of me a lot of self dependence began to really trust god in a deeper way and then in 2018 a couple years later, there was a shift in our lives and the Lord called us to move to Dallas, Texas. And in that move, God opened up a job opportunity for me. And the job opportunity was in sales with a friend of mine that I met in Bible school, a close friend. And um, it was amazing because we we did kingdom work together. We did mission work together. We traveled the world. We were close friends. And it was the Lord. I remember when I told my wife about this opportunity to work with him and moving to Dallas and there was a supernatural peace 
there was a supernatural peace, that peace that passes all understanding, that guards our heart and minds in Christ Jesus. Jesus is our Prince of Peace. He is our Shalom. And it was tangible, tasteable, discernible, feelable. The peace of Jesus that superseded every doubt, every fear, every question entered into our room or manifested into that room. And we were like, wow, okay, we're moving to Dallas. There's a job opportunity for me. And also the job opportunity provides flexibility so I can continue the podcast, continue with ministry, travel itinerarily as well. And we could be led of the spirit. If I need to drop it in a season, I can, if I can continue. There was so much flexibility. It was just, wow, it was awesome. So we moved to Dallas and I got involved with this company and it was a beautiful season of blessing. The favor of God, the presence of God was on it because it was, it was wild. And I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to continue with our story. It's just, it was because I've always believed that God called people to business, that people have a business anointing, my father being one of them. And I saw so many people that were called to business, had a business anointing on their lives. And I knew it was kingdom, but I just didn't think that was my calling because from the moment I got saved, I had you know, a vision of me ministering to multitudes and went to three years of Bible school and we're doing missions work full time and God always provided, always took care. And I, I, there was an anointing there and it was my passion, my deepest passion. And so I'm just like, this is what I'm called to. I'm not called to business. And actually Will Hart from Iris back in 2013 prophesied business and finance over my life. And I thought, man, uh, he prophesied over a lot of people. You got to miss it sometime. You know, I was like, he, he missed it. And then Years later in my life, the Lord reminded me of that word and the accuracy of that word. But in 2018, for a year, I was in sales and it changed my family's life financially. It was the first time that I was I was actually out speaking to people, helping people, you know, uh, working. And I felt the tangible favor and presence of God while I was doing business. And I never felt that before. And I was like, wow, God, you're on this. Like there's something special here. And then going into 2019, I was asked from my friend who owned the company, started the company. Um, he asked me to help develop a training program. And I love training people in the body of Christ. It just translated into sales. And I began to get a passion to help people go from struggling in their, in their finances, you know, husbands are married, they have kids. But I, I was like, I want to help them grow and learn how to do this. So I helped Will develop a training program, my buddy. And God began to bring people like our, my family members, my friends. God began to bring friends from Bible school that were that were missionaries at some point, ministers full time. God began to lead them to Dallas to work for this company. And I began to see like, wow, this, this is providing flexibility but also an ability for people to make some money for their family. And they're still able to do ministry. But like, I began to see like, what is God doing? He's like using this company as a resource provider for his people, giving his people an opportunity to make money. And then in 2020 COVID hits and we're still, we're still able to keep going. It was like a shelter. It was a place of safety, a place where God's people can still thrive and prosper. And in 2020, I took on a general manager position over a large company, this this large company, the same company, it grew and grew in 2020. And so from 2020 to the end of 2021, I was managing a company under over 60 sales reps under me, you know, probably a hundred people under me um, when it comes to office staff and, you know, project managers and all these different things. And it was an amazing season. It was a God time. It was like, we built so many amazing relationships. I gained so many tools. Like I learned so much about building and about business. And even like, you know, because my buddy being a 
being really apostolic in nature. There was a lot of apostolic tools that he used in building this company and building people. And it was just like, wow, there were so many amazing things that took place. But transitioning a bit at the end of 2021, this is not that long, at the end of, yeah, at the end of 2021, for the first time in my life, I began to feel burnt out. And um, from 2008, when I first encountered the Lord Jesus Christ until 2021, I did a really good job at guarding my flame, keeping boundaries. And my wife will tell you, you know, you know over the years, you know, I've, I've been able to keep my boundaries, um, avoid burnout. Um, and so for the first time, I was overworked. I was tired, but I was struggling with insomnia. I had some anxiety. There was some heaviness. There was so much going on. And, um, and I said, you know what, after a couple months of this, I said, you know what, um, I need, I need a change. I need Jesus. I need a drink. I need an encounter. I need times refreshing in his presence. And so I went to IHOP KC, which was a place for me when I, you know, a few years into my salvation that I really encountered the Lord deeply. And so I just said, I got to get out of the state of Texas, Dallas. So my phone will be ringing and it'll be pressured to like maybe whatever. So let me just get out, turn my phone off, get away. My wife supported it. She was a rock for me in that season. She blessed me so much. She said, go and just be with the Lord. And so in that place, in that prayer room, I just laid my heart down on the altar. And I said, if there's any idols in me, I lay them down. And I shared some of this in the show before, but I repent, God. Like, I'll go anywhere. I'll do anything. My heart is in neutral. Just restore to the joy of my salvation. Awaken first love in my heart again, my God. And I, it was, it was like in that moment, I just, I cried and I laid down on the altar as a spiritual sacrifice, according to Romans 12, 1 and 2. And then the Lord filled me with first love fire and purged out so much stuff that needed to come out the clutter. And then from the end of 2021, going into mid 2022, the Lord is restoring foundations, building truth in me. I was beaming with the light of Christ. We begin to see revival, family members, friends being saved, supernatural encounters, angelic encounters in our home. Amazing things. If I was able to tell you what was, what took place the beginning of this year through 2022, still growing to this day, like we've been in the fire, in revival. God's been doing so many things. And from that moment at IHOP, God began to breathe in me and 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 highlight words that I haven't thought about for years about full-time ministry, a desire again for full-time ministry, to to spend hours in prayer, to minister the gospel, to travel the world, to preach, to, you know, like dreams and prophetic words kept coming back to me. And I'm like, but how does this make sense? I'm just, I'm in a full-time business position. I'm moving forward here. And I'll make a long story short, but I had an encounter in April when I was at Christ for the Nations Institute where Heidi Baker was receiving an award and uh, they were highlighting the the lives of Gordon and Frida Lindsay, who were the founders of Christ for the Nations. And it said how they were missionaries and they've gave millions to missions and their children got introduced to missions. They saw miracles and healings and Gordon Lindsay wrote over 250 books and the Bible school and the impact of the school. And as this video is this documentary, this video was, was happening. My heart was beating out of my chest. I was, my heart was saying everything for Jesus. I need to lay down my life for this gospel. My kids need to encounter revival in the presence of power of God. Like, this is what life's about. And, and then when Heidi came up, she began worshiping the Lord. That's all she did was worship God and humble herself before the Lord. And I began to hear from the father. And he told me, finish strong, pass the baton. And I saw a book closing, like a chapter closing. 
And, and the Lord said, step into what I have for you. He didn't tell me what that was. If any of you guys can relate, a lot of times the Lord speaks to you that you're about to step into something or to do something, but he doesn't tell you exactly what it is. I can relate. You just got to keep moving forward step by step, faith by faith, just keep moving forward. I was like, okay, well, I know I meant to finish strong to the end of the year, pass a baton, raise up somebody to take my position so I get end well, but then also I'm going to step in the full-time ministry. Didn't know what that looked like. I'm about to get into the good news, okay, and the exciting announcement. And so I went to, a couple months later, I met with a leader in the body of Christ um, in Nashville, Tennessee. And that same weekend, my wife was supposed to come with me, but the Lord opened up an incredible opportunity for her to go to this conference and meet with a leader in the body of Christ. And we really felt like that was a Lord for her. And we're kind of tore because she was supposed to come with, but we really felt like that was a God opportunity. So she went to a conference in Dallas-Fort Worth and, um, and I went to Nashville and I was sitting with this leader and I was telling him my passion, my heart for the body of Christ. My, I was saying like, yes, itinerary's great. And yes, missions is great. And it's a, a big part of our calling, but I feel like we need to be planted in Dallas, that we need to build something, that we need to pour in the people. And then um, the leader looked at me and he said, well, you're going to start a church. And I was like, um, no, not really. Well, what I'm trying to say is, and he's like, so you're going to start a church. I was like, not really. That's not what I think, but it looks more like, and I'm trying to like give a definition, but I had no clue what I was talking about. And he said, just read this book. And he gave me a book called The New Testament Church by a theologian who's went to be with the Lord named Kevin Connor. And that book changed my life. That book began to unfold the beauty of the body of Christ, the purpose of God for his church, how the manifold wisdom of God, the kingdom of God, um, and the gospel is meant to go forth through his church. And it gave a lot of practical biblical. It was like no opinion. It was all Bible. And my heart began to just burn. And I began to just like, wow, God, I like your church is so magnificent, so glorious, like so important, so vital. And it's like, I I knew these things, but at the same time, it was just coming alive and striking me. And, and then my wife, I call my wife and she's like, you'll never believe what happened. Like I had this encounter with God where the Lord began to speak to me about his church and that he calls it his church and, and his church is beautiful. And we began, it's like, we had the same encounter in two different places And it was exactly what we needed. We needed to hear from God ourselves and come together and rejoice together. But like, it was so funny because at that time we're like, okay, so maybe we're going to plant a church and, and all these prophetic words, one from 2015 about God putting a team around us. And, and there was a word that I'm not going to get into the details of, but it began to like come to fruition and pieces began to come together and we began to gather with a group of people and we get to tell them about our transition from business and the ministry and what God's been sharing. And there was just so much life and confirmation and support. And we just began to gather regularly, um, just a small gathering, you know, to, to the end of the year. And my wife and I, we went to Israel in October and there was just, we went with Brian and Candace Simmons. We want to honor them. They've been incredible to us. They've blessed us, poured into us so deeply. My wife and I, they invited us to Israel with Pastor Tim and Tiffany Fruits of New Life Covenant Church, Wichita. That's been a church that since March of 2021, 2022, excuse me, has been a massive blessing in our lives. We love Pastors Tim and Tiffany Fruits. We're all there in Israel together with New Life Covenant family and people. And uh, we just, we felt an uh, an an immediate click with that church and they have, they carry such a beautiful heart. We're there in Israel and God even brought so much more confirmation about this upcoming season. And so the announcement is that this year in 2023, the Lord has called 
my wife and I to plant a church in Dallas, Texas, and he confirmed to us the name is Awaken Dallas. Ephesians 5.14, awake, awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. That's a mandate on our lives. That was the first scripture I ever memorized. And if you've watched and listened to Awaken podcast for any length of time, that word has marked me and branded me in such a deep way. The Lord is bringing awakening in the body of Christ in this hour. His church that has been Yo, not not everyone in his church, but I'm just saying he's wooing those out of shallow waters into the depths with him, into a surrendered life, a life of intimacy, a life of spirit-infused kingdom works. He's called us to be priests unto him, but also kings that have dominion in this world. We are lovers of Jesus, but we are laborers in his harvest field. We are worshipers of God and spirit and truth, but we're also warriors that take ground and destroy the works of the enemy. We are sons of the living God, beloved, accepted, and we are also servants of the king. Servants that want to do his will gladly with joy in our hearts because his commandments are not burdensome when there is love. And so the Lord is raising up a remnant that say, I don't want this world. I don't want the things this world has to offer. I don't want a shallow faith. I don't want religion. I want to lay my life down for the king who laid his life down for me. And I believe that Awaken Dallas is going to be a movement that ignites spirit-filled disciples that burn with first love passion for Jesus and that are equipped to bring the gospel into this world with love and power. It's twofold. We love him. We're sons. We don't have to do a thing because we're adored and our purpose in life is intimacy with God. But in that place, we receive a mandate and we have a job and there are giftings on our lives that we need to be equipped in, that we need to be sharpened in, that we need to do it within community. There needs to be people in our lives. We need to run with people and have a family. And then we get launched into what God has called us into. And so our mission statement is what I just quoted. Awaken Dallas exists to ignite a movement of spirit-filled disciples that burn with first love passion for Jesus and that are equipped to go into the world with love and power and the gospel of Jesus. And we have four pillars, presence, discipleship, mission, and family. Presence, because he's everything to us. I wouldn't want to do anything if it wasn't Christ in me, the hope of glory. If I didn't have 24-7 access to his presence, we want to learn how to live in his presence and from his presence continually. We are a mystical body. We have access to him. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. We could walk with him in the cool of the day. He is closer than the air we breathe. He is our strength. He is our might. And we receive that in the presence of God. And we want the presence of the spirit to have his way in all of our meetings and everything that we do. We want the spirit of God to have preeminence, to empower to set free, to impart. Holy Spirit must have his way and we must be a people of his presence above all. Two, discipleship. If we're going to be long-lasting disciples of Jesus Christ, we need to be equipped. We need to discover our giftings and learn how to walk in our giftings. Discover our calling and learn to walk in our calling. We need to start practically serving and get involved in the work of the ministry. We need a spiritual family, fathers and mothers in the faith. We need friends that are on the same path as us, burning for the Lord, sharpening one another, iron sharpening iron. We need impartation from leaders, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, 
teachers in the body of Christ. And our heart is to bring in different people from around the world, friends and family to impart into Awaken Dallas and so much more. We need a grounding in the word. We can't just have spirit. We need to have word. We need a foundation in the word of God above all else or else we'll be shaky and we'll fall in hard times and temptation in our lives. We need to worship in spirit, but also in truth and mission. We're going to be a body on mission. We are the hands and feet of Jesus. We believe in the supernatural ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. Healing, signs, wonders, deliverance is still for today. We believe in gifts of the spirit. We believe in compassion ministry, missions ministry. We have a huge heart for global missions. This is who we are. My wife and I, we have a desire. We're going to be doing missions trips. Even this year, we have a desire to go on a missions trip. In our first year of launching, if we take five people, we take 50 people. It doesn't matter, but we are going to go on a missions trip this year, and we're going to support missionaries. We're going to launch missionaries like we are called to not only be a prayer movement, but to be a missions movement. Presence, discipleship, and equipping, and mission. We are on mission together, and all of this needs to be done within the context of family, community. We will not step into the fullness of who we are called to be outside of family and community. There's words that God has reserved for each one of us that will only manifest through a person. There's bondages that will break off of us only in context of relationship and confessing sin to one another and loving one another and walking with one another. Like community is huge. And so this is our passion. My wife and I, we're planning this church. Our first gathering is going to be on February 17th. It's a Friday night, February 17th. You can go to our website. The link is going to be below, awakendallas.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook. The links for those will be below as well because we're gathering once in February. We're going to have two gatherings on a Friday night in March, and then we're going to be meeting on Good Friday, April 7th, and then have a powerful resurrection Sunday um, uh, on April the 9th. The Lord really highlighted Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday to me. I had this vision and this encounter with the Lord. He highlighted Awaken Dallas, and I saw AD, the acronyms AD, which stands for after death. And he said, the first church was birthed after my resurrection. And then Ephesians 5.14 popped before my eyes, and it's awake, awake, O sleep, arise from the dead. Awakening is directly related to resurrection. And and then he highlighted a resurrection Sunday to me. And so um, resurrection Sunday is going to be the full launch day, um, but we are going to be having an interest night come on February 17th. It's going to be an open gathering. It's in the heart of Dallas. All the information, the address, the times are going to be on awakendallas.com under the, uh, the gatherings page. So click on gatherings and you'll see all of that there. You follow me, my personal page on Instagram and Facebook. Everything will be posted on there. Follow Awaken Dallas on Facebook and Instagram too. Everything will be on there as well. So you'll always be up to date with the time we're meeting in February, the two dates in March, as well as Good Friday, Easter Sunday. Uh, Resurrection Sunday, and then also um, the regular meeting times moving forward after Resurrection Sunday, which will be announced, which will be announced on that day as well, and it'll be on all the platforms. So we're so excited, my wife and I, to serve Jesus in this way, but also serve the body of Christ. And it is my, it is what compels me 
is the love of Christ and equipping people and seeing people step into the fullness of who they're called to be in Jesus Christ and having people learn to walk in his presence, to be grounded in his word, to know who they are, to use their giftings, to be to be launched out into what they're called to do. And this is really what we're all about. And so if you are in the Dallas area and you need a body and this resonates with you and maybe you know somebody who needs to be plugged in the church or you know somebody who this would resonate with them, come February 17th, come meet with us. You'll find out you'll be in the worship with us and you'll hear our hearts, our vision. You'll meet my wife and I and our team and it'll be, it'll be a great time and you'll be able to see if this is really where the Lord has planted you. And so it'll be in the heart of Dallas. So if you're nearby in the Fort Worth, Dallas area, come and encounter Jesus with us, worship him, minister to him with us, hear what God's doing, experience the power of God as we gather and make sure to share this with people that you think it would bless them. And so thank you so much. Love you guys. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get it out to more people so they can be blessed, they can be strengthened by the gospel of Jesus Christ. Bless you. Go to awakendallas.com. The links are below for our Instagram, Facebook, all of that. Thank you, guys, and I'll speak to you next time on Awaken Podcast. Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter his presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. But connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to be free from self-condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to um, have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours, you know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus. And so I just want to present this to you immersed in His glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.org, lifepouredoutintl.org. TL.org, or you can go to destinyimage.com. The audiobook is available as well on amazon.com, as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com. And so, bless you guys. Grab a copy of Immersed in His Glory. Thank you. <laughs>